Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank Welcome you. to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dozinski. The Art of Relationships radio show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's uh, Greg Tuzinski here. And welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show, coming to you live from downtown Detroit. Thank you, everybody. My voice is gone. I got a little, well, actually, a big sinus thing going on. Good thing you can uh, catch it. So hopefully my voice and throat will hold out for the entire show. Welcome, everybody. Um, and it is hump night, right? What a great night to talk about relationships, sexual dynamics. Also, as always, I also say you can always, always sorry, always call in with uh, any, you know, r- relationship aspects, issues, even grief and loss, or maybe you're having a hard time, you know, coming through a traumatic um, event in your life, you know, abuse, uh, maybe watching, being near somebody that passed away or you're being with them, watch somebody die. It can be very, very traumatic. So I want to help you out with those aspects as well. Uh, as I said, I'm Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist here in Detroit. And I'm going to give a plug to Podcast Detroit. As always, you can also listen to rebroadcasts at podcastdetroit.com. A uh, huge, huge uh, plug to Dave and Bob with the MIT and the D. Make sure you check out other shows as well. <clears throat> And uh, that's podcastdetroit.com. And there's a bunch of, ton of cool shows out there. We, I was fortunate enough to be able to make it to the toy drive they did. Oh, my God. Was it last Thursday? Oh, my God. It was a week ago tomorrow. And it was phenomenal. Oh, my God. So many great people for a terrific cause to raise uh, toys and other goods and stuff for needy children in the metro Detroit area. It was phenomenal, bunch of group people. So make sure give them plugs and, you know, listen to a bunch of other great shows besides mine. Not that mine's great, but on podcastdetroit.com. You can also, as always, again, give me a call live, 313 614 
9498. And you can join me on the live chat as well with Art of Relationships Radio Show's own app or on Spreaker's app or at Spreaker.com. Then do a search for me, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships, and you'll be able to chat live with me. Your name will be withheld. It'll be uh, kept private unless you give me permission to do otherwise. So I want to give you um, a chance to, you know, maybe get something off your chest or if you have issues going on, I'd be more than happy to help you. That's what the show is all about. It's for you, the listeners out there, uh, for me to hopefully give out free insights. Ooh. And, oh, my... My book, ebook version, I have it on sale again. The ebook version actually is free for the rest of today, uh, Wednesday the 16th, and also Thursday the 17th. So if you have want the ebook version, you don't even have to pay for it. You do not need the Nook, or I'm sorry, the Kindle uh, device either. You can download a free Kindle re- reader, so you don't need a Kindle device. So get a hold of Sees that total connection, achieving the emotional and, ooh, baby, sexual relationship you crave. So you can download the ebook for free, and I have the paperback version if you prefer that. That's $3 off. So trying to help everybody out, out there uh, during this holiday season for everybody else. The topic of tonight's show, we are going to start off with um, hit hitting on how many people look at TV shows, right, or movies. Uh, forget about, I mean, it could be TV shows. The old adage would be, what, leave it to Beaver and all that good stuff, right? Everything's hunky-dory. They don't have any real issues. <laughs> like, that's real life, right? You want to look at the dynamics <clears throat> of what the heck is, you know, going on. What are your expectations? This ties in with the previous show about expectations in a relationship. But I want to know, with all the reality uh, TV shows out there nowadays, and everybody knows I am not a big fan of them. A lot of them are scripted. Uh, they're not real. They're, anyways, they're, they're for entertainment purposes. But I want to know, you know, what TV shows out there that you look at that, you know what, oh, man, I want that relationship. Oh, my God, I would love that. And actually, we had a client today, uh, we're talking about, you know, not the plug or whatever, but everyone loves Raymond. And how many guys out there, if you were Raymond's wife, God, and I can't remember the heck of her name right now, her character name on the show, um, how many people would put up with her? She can come across as not a nice person, always belittling, always criticizing, always freaking moody on edge and just ripping Raymond apart all the time. And he comes across as this, you know, sort of weak, mild manner. Okay, she wears the pants in the family type of thing, and I'm going to do whatever she says. <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you right now, if a lot of, women out there modeled their behavior or said, you know what, that's the kind of wife I want to be, it'll 
boy. There's not going to be a lot of guys that are going to put up with that and allow you to treat them as such. She's sort of mean, <laughs> you know, mean to Raymond and disrespectful at times. And all the women are out there, right? Oh, Craig, he deserves it a lot. Not always. She's very demeaning, belittling to Raymond. And a lot of, it works for the show, right? But how many people would want to, you know, be married to somebody like that? Um, we could look at, you know, you look at how many people, you know, Sons of Anarchy, another aspect. I'm plugging all these shows, damn, and I need to get advertising freeze. But Sons of Anarchy, how many people, yeah, every woman thinks he, you know, Jax, ooh, he's hot, right? Even after he kissed that semi to death. <laughs> um, you know, Jax is hot. I would love him. I would be the one to tame him. He would never cheat on me. Well, Tara was it? His, you know, they got married and all that. She was freaking hot <laughs> in the show and all this stuff. And he still was a dog, right? Would women be okay with that? Yeah, but I got Jax. Ooh, he's my man. But he could be somebody else's man, too. <clears throat> and you look at the dynamics of how many people portray their relationships, maybe not portray would be the right word, but they sort of look at and lean on that they model their relationship or marriage after a certain TV show. <clears throat> you know, like I mentioned, the old school when I was a kid, Leave it to Beaver, uh, what was it? Oh, the Jeffersons, right? And you could play two characters, uh, you know, whatever, Wheezy and George and Tom and, oh, God, I always forget Tom's uh, wife now and the Jefferson, what her name is. And um, you look at those elements to, you know, would you want to model their relationship after, or I should say, would you want to model your relationship after them? And how many, you know, with the Housewives of Atlanta and whatever, Orange County and all this stuff. It's funny how, yeah, it's centered on the women and all this stuff. Would you want, you know, the difference between reality and fantasy and with TV and everything else. But do you look at, when you're watching these TV shows, movies, everybody, the notebook, right? Never-ending love, even though she goes to marry somebody else. And all this stuff, their love brought them together, which is great. What are you doing? You know, say, you know, use a mass model. Great. You have to be real. You know what? You be real and shit hits the fan, right? You run into problems. You run into difficulties. And a big thing, my belief is philosophy. When I help couples, it's how you handle disagreements, how you handle the fights, the arguments, and those scenarios, how do you handle them, and how do you look at your responsibility to create them, or do you just blame each other? Um, 
you know, like Raymond. He's the one that's always to blame, right? He's, uh, I, you know, everyone loves Raymond. Raymond's always to dumb, de dumb, de dumb. You know, he, he's the one that's always to blame. His wife's always right, always all this aspect. And if you view your relationship that way, it's going to be miserable. And you're leaving yourself open to um, maybe affairs or, sadly, well, that's sad, too. That's traumatizing. And divorce situations. Or, or maybe even, I don't know if you even want to say worse yet, what about living a marriage or relationship and you're both martyrs, you're both miserable, and you both know it. Like, um, oh, my God, I'm trying to think what TV show. What about the... Oh, I, I wasn't even born when this was out, but they had reruns of it when I was a kid. The Honeymooners, right? Seemed like they both sort of, they loved each other, but they hated each other. And I want to hear from you, you know, what TV show or movie do you want? Do you want your relationship to match the notebook? Do you want your, you know, maybe the Jeffersons? What would you want your relationship or marriage to maybe model or maybe what do you learn from these tv shows or movies maybe that you do not want things that you would not uh want to practice in your life or maybe you look at them i remember in uh grad school and everything we oh my god we watched so many movies and stuff we had to write papers and rip them apart you know how would we handle these situations you know couples or maybe parent-child dynamics, you know, what would we do? How would we handle the situation? How would we intervene? How would we help? And it takes, you know, going from that aspect. Now I just want to watch a movie to enjoy it, not to freaking analyze it or pick it apart, but to enjoy it. But it's really sort of cool how you look at how would you handle this situation. How would you handle, oh my God, I know what my husband would do. I know what my boyfriend would do in this situation. Um, You know what? It's easy to pick apart our partner or to look at what they would do, what they wouldn't do, and you want them to do differently. But what about yourself? How would you handle it? Oh my God, I'd freaking cut his nuts off. (laughs) You know what? I would, uh, oh my God, I'd freaking, he'd fall asleep and I'd freaking take a sledgehammer to his head. Would you get in that situation? Uh, But how would you work through it so you don't kill each other or permanently maim each other, okay? So I want you to uh, give some thoughts into those dynamics, okay? And I am going to take a quick little break. I know it's short, but I need, uh, like I said, I'm fighting a sinus cold thing, so I need my voice to chill out for a minute or two. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Take the number down to call me live after the break, 313-614-9498. And you can also join me on the live chat on the show's own mobile device app at the Google Play Store at a brain fart or iTunes as well for Apple and Android devices. And you can also join me in live chat with Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. Like I said, your name, 
will be anonymous and kept private unless you give me permission to use it, okay? I'll be back after a few moments. Thank you. This is Start of Relationships Radio Show. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She's sitting on the dirt-ridden floor in her formal wear. And with one look, I swear she kills me. She's loud as hell, an embarrassment. One crazy bitch, but she's lovely. And she's addictive, my nicotine. The one from my dreams in the morning. And she's vindictive, she makes me wish that girls like this came with warning. And we drive each other absolutely
I got my right shot. Come on. Who's your daddy? Come on. doing okay happy hump night after a short break like i said i'm dealing with a sinus thing going on <laughs> excuse me so i needed a a little break um to let my uh throat sort of mellow out a little bit welcome everybody uh first time listeners to the art of relationships radio show where the show is all about you helping you have the dynamic phenomenal relationship you always craved and give a plug for my book seize that total connection achieving the emotional and uh sexual i can't even think sorry emotional and sexual connection you all you've always craved like i mentioned it is the ebook version on amazon it is free right now for today and tomorrow through Thursday the 17th. So if you have not, please get your download, the free copy of the ebook, and the paperback version, if you prefer that, that is $3 off. And that sees that total connection on Amazon.com. And we are talking about TV relationships and have you grown up you know, watching TVs or your favorite movie, whatever, and you want to model your marriage, your relationship. All your expectations are centered around TV or reality TV movies for uh, your relationship. And is that what you centered it on? Also, have you looked at, you know what, I would not want this in my relationship. Or, you know what, maybe I, maybe I would. Big question is, how would it 
you know, how can we get there? What can I do to help that situation? Instead of always looking at, you know, my partner, hey, Lisa, welcome live chat. Um, or I should say Princess Foo. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Princess Foo, welcome. Uh, nice seeing you, and I hope everything's going smooth with everything going on um, in life for you. A long-time listener of the show, I appreciate it. Yeah, join in, and like everybody else, you can join us in a live chat. It is, right, if you're using the show's own app, The Art of Relationships, or it might be under my name too, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I, on uh, Android, Apple devices. Also, you can use Spreaker's free app. They're all free, I should say. My app's free too. Uh, Spreaker's free app, or you can also join us on live chat on uh, Spreaker.com. If, you know, the chat, if you're not interested in the chat, whatever, you know, that's fine too. You can also listen to the show on SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn, and iTunes, I believe, as well. So I'd love to hear your comments, anything I can help you with. Yeah, 313-614-9498. That's live call-in line. Uh, shoot me, you know, sh- give me a call. Join live chat. Shoot your question to me. I'd love to be able to help you out. That's what the Art of Relationships radio show is all about. I want to look at, you know, talking about TV relationships and, how, you know, how many grew up, oh, my God, I want a relationship like this. And I'm going to, like I said, a lot of these old shows, like I mentioned, I was a kid, you know, so they were already off the air. They were reruns, um, you know, Leave it to Beaver, uh, the Jeffersons, all these aspects. Oh, my God, what about the Waltons? I hated the Waltons. It was so boring. But you look at, you know, all these, oh, what about Little House on the Prairie, right? Did, what was his name, uh, frickin' Michael Landon, and what was her name? John and Mary, of course. I can't even think of what their character names was. It's been so long. <clears throat> but you look at, you know, oh, my God, they had the perfect relationship. They knew their roles. They just were happy with life, and everything was perfect. You know what? And you look at Little House on the Prairie. Look back then. What the heck did women do back then? There wasn't tampons. There wasn't maxi pads. <laughs> I know, that's sort of sick, right? Where did they get the sort of euphemism, the rag from? Ew, no. You know, everything was fine. And, you know, all these characters and everything else, you know, they never talked about, you know, PMS. They never talked about, you know, you don't hear that much struggling about bills, about having a hard time paying rent, mortgages, all these aspects, some episodes maybe. But, oh, my God, we're always there for each other. They don't argue. They don't yell. All these aspects, it's funny. Oh, my God, I want a marriage. I want a relationship just like this. And is that reality? We all want a marriage. We all want a loving relationship where, right, There's no yelling, no screaming, no arguing, right? How many sort of you look at, oh, my God, when I don't have this in my mind, right? And a lot of guys do this, too. It's not just women, right? I have a 
marriage. I relate. My marriage is going to be like this. We're going to have sex until we die. She's going to let bring me a beer whenever I want while I'm watching a football game or a basketball game. And, you know, it's going to be, and she's going to be happy to do it. And we're going to be just totally blessed, just like in the movie, whatever movie it is, just like this TV show. And I started off at, with the show talking about you know, everyone loves Raymond. I think she's freaking mean. Um, would it be, you know, Raymond's wife? I think she's mean, belittling, always ripping him apart. Sometimes he deserves it. I'm not saying that. But it's like all the time she's always cold, always, you know, not very loving, not very emotionally supportive. It's like, God, if if I had a wife like that, she'd be dis- – actually, I wouldn't have a wife like that for one thing, but – um, would she be dismissed? Or, you know, what happens, oh, my God, if you had, like, all in the family, younger listeners out there, what? All in the family? What the hell is that? Archie Bunky, Bunker, the bigot, um, always freaking crab-ass and always miserable. And Edith was what? The little mousy character figure. And how many guys are looking, yeah, I'm the man of the house, and that's my... um. You know, oh, yeah, my wife is going to be do whatever I say. Oh, Archie, whatever you want, right? And be the mousy type and just uh, be there for your Beckham call, right? And then you look at the situation, right? But then you look at the man of the house talking about that. What about, uh, it sort of cracks me up about if people have seen Les Mis, Les Miserables, the play, or the movie, you know, they come out with the movie as well. I love the play. Yeah, I'm not gay, people. I'm a guy, and I love the play. And the musical. You look at, you know, when they sing, it's funny. I love that. Probably one of my favorite parts. Man of the house, right? And master of the, you know, all this stuff. And it's funny, and back there, and she's the one controlling everything, puts him in his place, you know, makes him think this aspect what I, I want to hear you. Give me a call, right? Keep me awake, people. 313-614-9498. And when you look at the dynamics of TV relationships, or I put TV on there, but it's also, you know, movie, you know, relationships, and it can be a HBO special or whatever, you know, Netflix original. It it can be a series. Any media, you know, TV, movie aspects, and you look at, oh, what about, how many people look at the scenario about, what about the Jetsons? Oh, my God, talking about a cartoon. What about Barney and Wilma? We have all these examples of marriages, of relationships, right? How they interact with each other. And how many of these TV shows, movies, everything else, do you show where people take responsibility if they screwed up, if they messed up, if they hurt the other, their lovers, their loved ones' feelings? Ooh. Or maybe disrespect to them. And there's remorse and there's guilt. How much do you actually learn from TV relationships? And I'm all about... um you know, learning from, not only watching, you know what, if I did this, oh my God, I would expect to get 
freaking castrated in my sleep. Well, maybe not even in my sleep with no anesthesia. But you look at the dynamics of, you know what? Oh, my God, I would never do that. And all of a sudden, you find yourself doing the stuff in these TV shows or movies that you would think you would never do, right? Oh, my God, if he ever cheated on me, if she ever cheated on me or did this to me, I would do this. And all of a sudden, it happens. And now you're, you're faced with the reality, oh, my God, what do I do? Do I stick my tail between my legs, right? Lick my wounds? Do I stick up for myself, it's, it's funny how different, you know, scripted TV show, they're all scripted movies and all this stuff, of course. But then you look at the dynamics about, you know what, if I was in that situation, I would do this. I'm all confident. I'm all this. And then what happens? It happens. And you're like, oh, crap. Now what do I do? This is reality, right? And do you think, Movies and TV shows are, what do I want to say? Do you think they build up false hopes and false expectations? Um, Do you think that is the case? And I want to hear your thoughts on those aspects. And how many people, do you think there's a gender bias um, as far as, Men and women. Do you think more women look at, you know, TV, movies, and all this stuff? That's how I want real life. Or do you think ever men look at that, right? Oh, real men, right? They can relate. Yeah, my wife's going to give me, like, what? Hangover. Ooh, what about, like, hangover? One, hangover two. What about, oh, my God, hall pass, right? How many people have saw a hall pass and you're like, oh, my God, I would love it if my wife, and it sort of puts you in the role, right, of, okay, my wife would do this, whatever, and those dynamics. But then you look at, oh, my God, okay, they gave me this. But then you look at, oh, shit, what do I do with it now, right? What do I do with the situation and look at if it was really given to me in those situations like they were in hall pass, how how would I react? Would I even want that? And you look at, you know, in the end, you look at what about if your wife or husband, depending on what role you're playing, you know, listen, if you're a guy or a woman listening to the show. And it, like I said, the Art of Relationships radio show is for everybody. It's for, you know, bisexual couples or people, uh, Lesbian, gays, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm not prejudiced. I'm not racist whatsoever. I look at, you know, the dynamics and how this would affect you. And you look at, if you were, oh, how many men out there, how many women out there would love, you know what, oh, my God, I'd love a hall pass, no questions asked, blah, 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 blah. You know what, oh, crap, how am I going to explain? Now I got herpes, I got the clap. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I always got to take it there. Um, but how many people would actually look at that? And it's funny how they played it, and they did a good job with Hall Pass and relating, okay, I got this, but now what do I do with it? And um, Owen Wilson, I had to think of his name. You know, he was in that situation, freaking hot, hot, blonde, 
very nice, just, you know, she seemed like an awesome character, you know, woman, maybe not, we know it's a movie, and he could not go through with it because of the guilt, the shame, and he actually loved his wife, excuse me, and you know, looking at it, you know, if you were in that situation, what would you do? We hear all these brave people. Yeah, I wouldn't have any problem. I wouldn't feel guilty whatsoever. It's it's a matter of looking at the TV shows and the movies out there, and can you learn from them not only what you would do, but what would you not do? And when the crap hits the fan big time, how do you handle those situations, and would you handle them any differently than you would in those movies or TV shows? Would you handle them any differently? And I want to hear, you know, what your take is on that. I am going to take a l- another breather, let my sort of throat sort of cool off a little bit, okay, and then... Um, we'll be back in a few minutes. Make sure you take the number down, 313-614-9498 to call with your questions or even insights, inputs. Greg, you suck. (laughs) Um, um, In the constructive uh, criticism as well, okay? But we will be back after this short break. Thank you for listening to Art of Relationships Radio Show. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Deception. Deception. I only battle principle. 
This is just another song You'll never hear about a girl I've never met This is just another lie Whispered in your ear so you'll think that I can make it This is just another ride Taken by surprise with no clear end in sight This is just an empty line You've heard a million times that I've used to make it right A chance meeting in a parking lot Getting high off of a pointless talk You remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to A perfect vision of the melodies that I would sing to And I've been using Message through the radio. This is just a sad attempt, an evening spent at trying to catch your eye. And this is me crying out for attention so you don't just pass me by. This is just a lucid dream I've made to seem like the best parts of life. And this is just an empty hand with spaces for your fingers laced with mine. Excuse me, I think you're the one I'm meant to find in this life, but I've been lost for quite a while. Cause you remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to. A perfect vision of the I've been using every trick I know To send a message through the radio And I've been talking to strangers Trying to find the same kind of thrill that you provide I'll leave it alone, I'll give it some
Hey, people, welcome back. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. This is your host, Greg Tuzinski, licensed professional counselor, relationship, and sex specialist. But I also specialize, um, I did a show a couple weeks ago, too. I also specialize, unfor- I, should, I don't know if it's unfortunately or fortunately, uh, because hopefully I can help people, grief and loss and traumatic experiences. I had a question on the live chat situation. And like I said, I uh, fully uh, respect privacy issues and everything else. I want to give props to the individual in chat for one thing um, that served in the Gulf War. And I did a show a couple of weeks ago about grief and loss and aspects. And that's one thing, you know, I also specialize in on um, grief and loss, traumatic um, PTSD aspects. And the individual on chat mentioned that, you know, this time of year, like I touched, excuse me, on grief and loss aspects, that it, it, it simply sucks ass, is, you know, what I mentioned in the chat, where a lot of people... You know, they feel lonely in all those aspects. And it's not only, you know, the lonely aspects. It comes to a point, and I hear this often a lot, that a lot of people, they cannot relate to them. And you look at the situation, um, you look at the situation to where the the aspects are where, you know, no one can relate to you for one aspect, okay? You look at, they don't understand what the hell you go through. Um, they can't relate, especially combat. This individual served in the, you know, in the Gulf War back in 1991. Uh, so he might be really, really old. No, I'm, I'm teasing. I don't mean to poke fun. You know, and they see a lot of situations out of spect and, you know, hitting on the grief and loss. So we talked about TV relationships and all this stuff. When you look at those elements, you know, how you want your life and how you grow up watching I want this and say you are, you know, a combat vet, that the situation you look at that, you know, all of a sudden that gets all your expectations get shot out of the water and you look at this, you know, get shot out, shot out of the water, your expectations, especially when you see, you know, you go through training, combat vets and everything else with grief and loss. They situation, they almost lose themselves. And I don't care how much they do desensitization training, um, you know, all those aspects, you know, stress inoculation training, trying to get them ready for combat situation. You know, bullets wasn't by your heads. Um, you know, bombs going off, you know, shrapnel thrown through the air, and all these aspects. Not only that, you see the, I don't want to be gory, but this is the situation, you know, um, the blood, the guts, the smells, and all those aspects that you look at, that you look at, um, you know, a lot of people can't relate. They don't get it. You know, oh, uh, you were over there. You were trained to do that. It shouldn't be a big deal. It is a big deal. And I mentioned on, you know, with grief and loss and a lot of other shows, I dealt with too many combat vets where they feel left out. They feel lonely. They feel the situation to where they feel just thrown away might be a better way to 
say it. They, you know, nobody understands. So they don't get. And I worked with many, um, many aspects that they. What the hell do I want to say? They they just don't relate and they don't get it. You know, even though they you're trained, especially trained, whatever, you're still a human. And you look at I've I've dealt with combat vets. Unfortunately, you know they. They go over there uh, when Kuwait, you know, during the Gulf War, as the individual on chat mentioned, during the Gulf War, you look at the elements, you know, they get off the plane in Kuwait, and the first thing they see is, and I got chills just thinking about this with this individual, um, you know, I helped, or I'm hoping I helped. This was years ago. You know, they get back, and the first thing they see, you know, welcome to Kuwait, is a Olympic size swimming pool, okay? They, uh, they see Olympic size swimming pool full with dead women and babies that Saddam Hussein's army killed butchered, raped, all those aspects. So a lot of people have a hard time relating to that. And then you look at the situation that, you know, how do you deal with that, the loneliness that associates with that? And all of a sudden you try to desensitize, shut yourself off with the PTSD aspects, right? Um, and I mentioned, you know, with the grief and loss and coming with the holiday seasons, not only you deal with death, in a very cruel, very vicious, inhumane way when you're a veteran. You know, during the holiday seasons, you're looking at dealing with the, you know, your loss, your comrades in arms, if you will, you know, that might have got killed over there. Not only that, that you look at the situation, what happens when you come back and real life, it's changed, and all of a sudden you're dealing with individuals that you have family members, loved ones. All of a sudden you're dealing with death all around you, you know, with Afghanistan, Iraq, and all that crap going on. But then you come back here, and you have to deal with death again in a different format. As an individual on chat mentioned, you're dealing with, you know, loved ones that might be have a chronic illness, that might be dealing with cancer, um, and all those aspects, and you look at, you know, cancer, leukemia, well, leukemia is a blood cancer, but you look at those dynamics, and it's like you just want to shut that down, all the horror, all the torment that you've seen, and with the post-traumatic stress aspects, all of a sudden you feel more isolated. Things you got away from, and you get at the situation that... Um, you know, how do you deal with it? Now I have to deal with the loss of a loved one. I was close with my, you know, comrades and ours, my fellow, you know, vets, be it, you know, whatever, Navy, Marines, Armies, whatever that you were serving with. And then you come back and you have to deal with the death of a loved one. Maybe, you know, your father just had a heart attack and died. It's like there's no escape from it. And this is real life for a lot of vets and the grief and loss. A lot of people don't get it. And the one aspect, you know, walking through the grief and loss aspects where a lot of people don't look at it. And I talk about, you know, especially with post-traumatic stress aspects, um, that you, the sensory aspects, you need to walk 
through, and I mentioned this on a few other shows, you know, what was the worst thing you saw, you touched, you felt, you smelled? Maybe you heard. You know, all these aspects got to come up in the cognitive or the brain level so we can work on and process them and try to put some sort of sense, and it's hard. Try, how do you rationalize something that's irrational, right? Is irrational as war, especially the Gulf War and everything else. Everyone assumes it's for a great cause, and then you wonder about the politics involved. And when you start feeling alone and isolated, what do you start doing? You start pushing people away, and you start sort of closing yourself off. What sort of feeds that isolation? It feeds the feelings of loneliness and that nobody can get you. And you look at, you know, support groups. And it, I'm all about, you know, support groups fundamentally, okay? And I need to mention fundamentally because some support groups, AA, Al-Anon, Narcanon, all those aspects, that can almost breed a, and yes, I did say breed, a sense of dependency within the members, okay? And when you look at the individual on chat that was a, you know, Gulf War vet that I'm sure saw a lot of trauma big time. And you look at, you know, when, you know, support groups, you need to be, you know, one aspect, one element is being with other vets, how you can relate to each other, what do you deal with? And it's sort of in any situation, you know, loss of a child, it's it's very um, almost comforting in a way that you are involved with other people that have experienced similar um, trauma experience, like vets and support groups and those aspects and how they work. And I know the VA, uh, you know, I've heard many good things about the VA in you know, Toledo. The VA in Detroit, and I don't want to, you know, it's there to help, but I've heard many good things about the VA in Toledo, Detroit, and, you know, it's sort of, yeah, boy. But anyways, and I've heard good things about the VA in Detroit era since we're talking about, um, you know, the VA situation that you look at, uh, where do you get to help? And a lot of people, they don't want to talk about it, right? Um and the aspects, you know, they don't get it. They don't understand what you go through. The night sweats, the night terrors, the, you know, reminders of the flashback of the grief and loss that go on that you look at. And, yeah, one individual, yeah, Dingo, yep, John Dingo, uh, who was a congressman. I don't even know if he's around. Oh, my God, if he is, he should retire. I think he's 90 or something. You know, the John Dingo uh, VA here in Detroit is, uh, you know, they did a lot of nice improvements, but looks can be nice and cosmetically, but you look at the actual care that the vets are getting and the grief and loss, and a lot of situations during the holidays, um, and I mentioned this, you know, with the grief and loss episode, that, you know, the holidays can be a very traumatic time, and center around the situation that you look at, what do I want to say? You know, they, you look around, you feel isolated, and people don't want to, when you feel depressed and you're missing people, how hard is it to put on a fake facade 
And look at the situation. Oh, I'm happy. Happy holidays. And you're freaking miserable. And I look at the, you know, the situation where I'm not into people that have been students, people that have been clients. They know I'm not into faking it because faking your expressions, faking your feelings, your moods, and all those elements are... Oh, my God, they take so much work. So if you sort of, some people hide it because they don't want to feel a certain way. They want to feel, you know, happy. I want people to feel happy, too. But almost it feels even maybe three times the amount of work putting on a fake facade. You know what? I'm miserable. I'm depressed. I don't feel great. But you know what? I'm going to put on an act. And everybody, you know, hears the old adage about, oh, Fake it till you make it. I'm not a big, huge fan of those aspects, right? I think faking it can get you so far, and you look at, you know, ugh, it gets you so far, and then you're going to crash. You're going to crash emotionally. You're going to crash psychologically and physically those aspects, okay? So I want you to be real and look at, yeah, I feel like shit, and be real and go from those aspects, okay? But you look at, it's okay to reach out to people and be honest and say, you know what, I feel like crap, and what do you do about it? I don't want you to, so many people try to protect other people, loved ones, family members, friends. Friends want to help you, right? True, positive people in your life. And I just talked about this in uh, my last session that, um, oh, my God, it was an hour and a half session, very emotional, and you look at the aspects that you are all about being real. You know what? I'm having a bad day, but that's okay. It's, it's okay that you can have a freaking bad day, right? It's excusable. It's okay. Don't fake it. Everyone tries to protect it. You know what? I, I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me or be pity. I get that. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to people to feel sorry or, you know, pity me at all. But there's a difference feeling pity and being there for your loved ones, uh, especially individual, like I said, on chat. And where do you feel like the, you know, the isolation? And as part of the isolation, are you doing it yourself? Or do you feel like other people, oh, my God, it's like everybody else, right? If you have, and I've dealt with, Oh, my God, too many clients that have lost kids, lost a loved one. It's like people, when you're in that situation, oh, my God, people don't want to talk to you, right? They want to sort of shy away from you. They want to look at the dining. Oh, my God, I don't know what to say. I'm uncomfortable. So (gasps) what if you sort of hit that right head on to the dynamics and look at, you know what? I know you're, it's uncomfortable. It's not easy. I just, you know what? You don't have to say anything. Just be there. Just listen. And that sort of will relieve a lot of the tension, a lot of discomfort associated with that. And it takes a lot of, you know, I'm all about, you know, people, loved ones should take the lead with somebody, you know, vets and grief and loss and those dynamics. But you know what? Don't be afraid. You know what? I feel like shit, and you don't know what to say. I get it. It's okay. I just need you to be here for me and to be real be honest. Don't put on the act, and don't fake it till you make it in those situations, okay? And talking about 
TV relationships, and you look at you know movies and all this stuff, talking about the vet situation. Um, oh crap! I can't even remain. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Tom Cruise was in it, and he was paralyzed in a wheelchair and everything else. Ah, uh, crap! I can't even remember the movie now. Right now. Shoot, I apologize to the vets out there. But, you know, you come back and you're dealing with the demons, the lost ones, and the horrific elements and worrying about that you are getting going to get killed. And it's like that every freaking day. And coming back and trying to, in real life, and then you have to deal with the loss uh, of maybe a father, a mother, a brother, or, oh, that's it, thank you, on chat, born on the 4th of July. Thank you so much. Um, I couldn't think of the damn movie. And you look at those elements, you know, how do you relate to those issues? And I'm all about, even with couples, I don't want, talk about, you know, trying to tie this in with TV relationships, that I want you to be able to speak. You know, I don't want you to fake it. And how many times do you look at the element that, you know what, is it okay you know, oh, I got to fake it for my kids. I got to put on this happy face for my kids, right? I always got to see my kids look at the situation. Oh, I always got to make them happy. I can't make them worry about anything, right? That is, uh, that's not real life. And I think that's sad. I think it's okay to express the sadness and that you're going through a hard time and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? That's real life. That's being human. And it gives them permission to look at, you know what? Okay, I can feel and express my feelings in a true way. I don't have to look at those elements, okay? So I am going to take another short break. My apologies. Uh, just trying to rest my voice and I will be back in a few moments. Like I said, you can always give me a call. Six one oh crap, I can't even remember that. Three one three six one four nine four nine eight. And join us on live chat at the Art of Relationships Radio Show's own app for Android and Apple devices or Spreaker.com. Make sure you're also check out all the other shows on Podcast Detroit. I want to give a huge uh, hello out there to IT in the D. And also, Undercard, great people. Make sure you check out their show as well. And I'll be back shortly, people. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
welcome back everybody that was motel six by rev right time and i'm gonna give a shout out to them make sure uh the songs uh played tonight actually almost <laughs> every show get props and if you know of uh you know group i'm all about local talent it shouldn't be just you know local metro detroit uh talent but rev right time uh they used to tour with the Stone Temple Pilots back in the 90s, believe it or not. Forever right time, uh, huge uh, props to Ferris, our formal name, Pat Harris, or Ferris, sorry, up in uh, Flint area, getting a band together. Great, great individual, great talent, and also Skyway Traffic. Uh, you can catch them both on Facebook, of course, Reverb Nation, and also on YouTube, that's uh, Skyway Traffic, and also Rev, R-E-V as in Victor, Right Time. Like I said, uh, tremendous individuals, very uh, stand-up, very class acts, and also talented as hell, okay? Going into the, um, you know, we're going back into looking at um tv relationships you know we're talking about grief and loss and you know the traumatic aspects about uh you know vets coming back in those situations and you need to look at um you know expectations and you look at when you look at those acts um you look at those aspects you know how they affect you and those, you know, how they reflect your life and how your expectations sort of get shattered, be it, you know, like the individual on chat, when you look at, you know, coming back from a war situation, combat situation, and how much all of a sudden your expectations change. And you look at not only, you know, relationships can be difficult, and I'm all about making sure that they are as easy as possible, right? Even when the shit hits the fan, I'm all about, you know, I want them less traumatizing, if you will, to be able to reach out and how you would look at that. And I want you to look at those, um, you know, I want you to look at those aspects and look at, you know, how would you like your relationship? You know, use them. Use the TV relationships as a tool as uh you know to help you out believe it or not you know with tv or movie relationships you know what if we ever got in this relationship situation how would i handle it what would i do and a lot of people oh, will never be in there that'll never happen to me right how many people look at that right we're going to be happy you know in love forever and ever and we're never going to have any issues never going to have any and we're going to be able to center the situation on, you know what? Oh, we'll be able to handle anything. We'll be able to talk calmly, and all of a sudden the shit hits the fan and real life hits and relationships. Now you're left with, oh, crap, what do I do, right? Um, so you can use TV relationships, movie relationships in a very constructive, very positive way and look at, be proactive. How can I use this? You know what? If we ever got in this situation, right, how would I handle it differently? How would I be able to get a hold of myself, take responsibility, and you know what? 
and try to be proactive and be caring, soothing, understanding versus attacking those situations. You know what? You know, George Louis, you know, Wheezy and the Jeffersons, and you look at those L- those issues, you know, they were ripping each other apart, and they'd rip and it come down to, oh, I love you, I love you too, right? <laughs> Kissing on the, you know, on the TV show, the Jeffersons. And you look at, you know, the fighting, all the, you know, sneaky stuff George did and, you know, the trust aspects. How would you handle, how would you try to learn from those dilemmas and you know what? You know what? If I did this, it's going to create that. If I feel this way and I did, you know, if I feel lonely, lost, and I have an affair, how much would that affect me? And what would it take for me to say, you know what? I feel lonely. I don't feel loved in a relationship to be able to talk to your partner. Now, if your partner doesn't want to listen and doesn't want to, you know, they act like they don't care. They don't give a crap. Now, you're left with a situation, what do I do? I'm not one. I mentioned this at the beginning of the show about living as a martyr. I want people to be, you know, dynamically involved with each other. You know, I want you to feel more emotionally and physically closer, more in depth with one another than you've ever been before and have that keep growing. You can be more confident with yourself and with the relationship, all hand in hand. I think it needs to be that way and to go. So you can use TV shows, movies to help your relationship, believe it or not. And look at you. Oh, my God, I would never do that. If you ever felt that way, I would want you to come to me and tell me, right? Use them. And to be honest with each other, a lot of people are so for, oh, if I brought this up, it's going to create an argument. If I ever did this on a TV show or brought this up, oh, my God, he would flip out. She would flip out. She would start crying and feeling sorry for herself. How would you use that to maybe change the script in your own relationship, in your own marriage, to not sort of hit on the negatives, the bad things that you see in relationship or romance movies and TV relationships and the drama that goes on, okay, that you can almost cut that off at the past and get away from that, okay? I am going to say peace out for the night. Like I said, I'm dealing, I'm not asking for sympathy, whatever. I'm dealing with the sinus aspect and I need my throat (laughs) to rest, uh, a big time, okay? For people that just, this is your first time tuning in to the Art of Relationships radio show, I thank you so very much. Um, if there's any topics, any, you know, topics you want me to cover, I'm all about that. You can private message me on Facebook. You can send me an email at greg at the art of relationships, that's plural, dot org, okay? You can private message me um, send me a chat or a text message as well. Uh, give me a call, 313-614-9498. I also do telephone and e-counseling as, be- as well, Skype sessions, even telephone. I can do, uh, you know, even a couple situations on speakerphone, whatever dynamics to as well to help people out out there as well, okay? Make sure you check out my Facebook page, uh, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. You can hit me up on Twitter 
at uh, Greg's underscore art, A-R-T, for Art of Relationships. And you can check out <laughs> individual on chat. Greg is a shrimp.com. <laughs> I am short. Um, so you look at those, you know, you look at those elements and uh, I'm all about helping you. And again, you have the rest of this evening and you have tomorrow the 17th, December 17th, to download my uh, ebook. Uh, seize that total connection on Amazon, okay? You can download it for free, and it's still $3 off on the paperback version if you prefer that. Again, seize that total connection. It is available on Amazon, okay? Everybody have a tremendous hump night or what's left to it. Everybody hopefully have a great evening, great rest of the weekend. Uh, you can also listen to the numerous shows I've done in the past, uh, pre-recorded on the show's app, on TuneIn, SoundCloud, um, podcastdetroit.com, and uh, it's all about helping you out there, the people, okay? Peace and love to everybody out there. I will talk to you next Wednesday. Peace out. Much love. The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you.